What's up, podcast listeners? This is Dr. Bailey coming at you the early part of 2021. Hope you all had a good end of 2020. I know I did. How are your holidays? Oh, pretty cool. I got a chance to see a white Christmas, got a chance to fly up to Michigan, see some friends some family. Uh, overall, pretty awesome. I mean, I, I feel like 2020 wasn't as bad as most people thought. I feel like we grew a lot, you know, I just kind of reflect on the year with uh, talking to patients. Many families got closer with school out and, you know, the virtual learning. A lot of parents got to connect with their kids with less sports and, you know, people just staying away from media. They got a chance to, you know, spend more time together, play games, have fun, explore. You know, that was kind of my goal was to do more exploring. And so I just want to kind of open with, you know, every year I try and do a couple days off the grid and, and just go out and do something fun and, and by myself. And with the ability to just kind of reconnect to what your roots are and, and what your passion in life is, I think is super important. So I flew up to Michigan on Christmas Eve and it was pretty amazing. I'm pretty certain that my trip started with an experience that I, I really can't make up. So I'm flying out early on Christmas Eve. And so I'm sitting at TJ Friday's eating some breakfast and I look across the bar and I recognize this guy. And it's like, oh, who, who is that? I know he's, he's somebody maybe famous. I just know the face. And when I made eye contact, he, he looked at me and he's like, you want to do a shot? And I was like, sure, that's ludicrous. Like, this is this is insane. I'm, I'm about to do a shot that ludicrous bought me. I mean, like, you know, you look at life through a lens in the moment and then you reflect back on the bigger picture which is kind of the idea of my book in your path in life you you encounter things and you make decisions i don't know why i chose that early flight i really didn't want to but i had to get somewhere in michigan that i was going to travel a couple hours to and flying out early allowed me to be there check in and things like that but the trip was a series of unexpected events and and like last year in Blue Ridge, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was interesting. There were so many things that when you connect the dots, you realize you're always in the right place at the right time. I mean, I went up to a place in Northern Michigan called Traverse city. Cause I knew there was going to be snow there. It's like pretty much guarantee. I mean, it's Christmas and there's, you know, it's 17 degrees and you're just literally in the, the freezing cold weather, but going up there, it was just, it was solitude and, you know, I got a chance to just relax and unwind and unplug and, and, and just focus on what I want. And that's really kind of the idea of this podcast is like, what do you want? You know, other people want things for you. And I feel like there's so much in the mainstream media that is projecting itself on you. And if you listen to that, then, then you're really a victim, if you will, to other people's thoughts, beliefs and wants and needs. So when you check out from all that stuff, it's, it's your ability to get out and just kind of get off the grid and just focus on life and, and, and things that are important to you. And what was important to me was just reconnecting to places that I've been since childhood, the people that matter the most, being with my own thoughts and having the ability to just be creative. Um, mentors over the years have always told me, you know, the only time you can be creative and, and expressive is when you're away from your job and you're away from stress. So I just checked out and got this Airbnb cabin on a lake somewhere and it's in the middle of nowhere and there's snow everywhere and I'm just sitting there and I just started writing, you know, like this, this idea to write a book in 2021 
for me is is really a big goal because it's going to be a series of connect the dots in my life. And when I met uh, Mark Victor Hansen, who's the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, he he kind of expressed that, you know, everyone has a book inside of them. And at some point in your life, you should write a book, even if you don't publish it, even if you don't put it in press. And that's not my goal here. My goal isn't to, you know, sell a million copies. It's just to be able to say, hey, I wrote a book at this point in my life. And it's a series of events. So if I'm old and gray and I forget who I was, I can read this book and I can rediscover myself. You know, 2020 was a year, I think a lot of us got a chance to rediscover ourselves. You know, what's important? What is essential? What is not essential? What are things you can deal without? And what are the things that you absolutely need in your life? And as I went along this journey and this trip, things just kept revealing themselves. And just like in Blue Ridge, it was like, I go Christmas day to a place that's the only store that's open in, in Traverse City, happened to be a bottle shop and they sold pizza. So I had no food. I was literally eating from gas stations. And this guy, was, the owner of the, the, the bottle shop was like, hey, you want me to make you pizza? And I was like, sure, it's gonna take about 20 minutes. I'm cool, I got nowhere to be. So I, I started talking to this guy. Turns out him and his wife lived in Atlanta and went to Kennesaw University and graduated from there. I'm living in Atlanta, I'm in Michigan. The guy that is literally having conversation with me is from Michigan, went to college in Atlanta, and it just blew my mind. I mean, there was just so much we had in common and, and yet we were perfect strangers. We just met each other. So then he tells me his brother-in-law was just texting him and his brother-in-law is like one of the um, former Red Wings. And I love hockey, I love the Red Wings. And it, it was just such a crazy series of events that just were unexpected. Leaving to go into Traverse City from my cabin and I meet somebody that literally lived, I don't know, 15 minutes from me in Atlanta. We could have been there at the same time. We might even cross paths. I don't know. Pretty crazy. So I, I finish up my my little uh, stint there. And, and so after a couple of days, I drove down to Detroit to hang out with family and friends and I kind of get anxious as a driver and, and, you know, on the interstate, there's a lot of lanes and there's, you know, when there's six or eight lanes, it's just kind of stressful. So I decided to pull off on this rest stop and Michigan's got like rest areas, like every 15, 20 miles. So randomly I pull up this rest stop and I'm walking into the, the restroom and outside it's mind you, like in the teens, this dude is playing an acoustic guitar. And he's jamming. I mean, he's he's singing a song. I, I recognize it. It was something current. But when I came out, he was playing a Bob Seger song that means a lot to me. And the idea of being at that rest stop at that moment, leaving the bathroom, and this dude is singing a Bob Seger song that I know and I really, really enjoy, it, it just kind of spoke to me. So I said, hey, you going to be here for a minute? He's like, no, I'm heading to lunch. I'm just like, just just hang out. I'll be right back. So I went back to my car. I grabbed my wallet and I just grabbed a bunch of cash because this dude is a like he's a legit roadside musician. Like that's his living. That's how he survives. And um, I said, hey, I want to buy you lunch. And I threw him some money and he's like, man, I really appreciate that. And I said, I appreciate you singing Bob Seger. And he starts into another Bob Seger song. And I'm just sitting there. And I'm leaning against the wall and I'm just taking in the moment. And all of a sudden, like these people start coming from their cars and like this crowd attracts. I, I mean, it was so surreal. Like it was one of those things that you, you just can't make it up. 
you know, the world's going crazy. People are sad and depressed. There's people testing positive for COVID and none of that mattered. I was just present. So hang out for a few minutes and enjoy the, the remainder of the song. And I jump back in the car and then uh, I head back to Detroit and it was like, I'm going to pass one of my favorite spots. Plan was to go to Frankenmuth, which is just a really cool German Bavarian town. And, um, you know, there's a couple of cool shops there and there's one, it's called Bronner's and it's the ultimate Christmas store for any of you listening. Bronner's is the world's largest Christmas store, 361 days a year. And so I wanted to buy some gifts for my, my team members in my office and I didn't really know what I wanted. And I was just kind of walking around and just, you know, just get lost. And then all of a sudden I see this, this beautiful glass showcase of Matryoshka dolls and they're from Russia, handmade. You know, and I have a, a collection of them from my grandmother. And I said, it'd be kind of cool to be able to buy my girls uh, at the office, these dolls. I just, I, again, I just happened to be in this place. And there was these, these dolls that are very sentimental to me. And um, they're handmade, hand painted from Russia. And they're sitting right in front of me. I mean, I just randomly flew up here, booked my flight like a week before. And everything just connected. And then I get to Detroit and I'm, my hand with my boys and we're having fun and it just, it, everything seems so right, you know, and I was just letting go. I was just literally letting go of things that I, like I thought I wanted and just kind of living in the moment. And I feel like in this year in 2021, we need to do more of that. Just live in the moment. We don't know how many more of those we have. We don't know how many times we can fly to Michigan we don't know how many times we can go and see our friends and relatives before something maybe unexpected happens. But when you live that way and you, you have that mindset, I feel like you feel more fulfilled. You know, I don't know why I felt compelled to book a late flight on Sunday to fly out back to the office. And then I talked to one of my best friends that um, I was in his wedding. And uh, here we are about two years later. They just had a baby girl, I think around the beginning part of middle part of November. And with COVID, I wasn't able to see them at Thanksgiving. So I reached out to Chris and tells me this is the year they're in Virginia Beach. His wife's from there. Every other year they go. I was like, man, this really sucks. Like I, I don't even get to see them. I'm in Michigan for four days and you're not even there. And he said, well, we fly back in on Sunday. When do you fly out? I said, Sunday. I said, what time do you fly in? three o'clock. I said, well, I fly out at 5.30 or six o'clock. What if we hang out for a minute and, uh, you know, we hang out at the airport. So Michigan's under a really strict lockdown right now, right? So no restaurants, no bars, nothing. And, and so I go into Concourse A, the uh, McNamara terminal, and that's like Delta's hub. That's where the majority of the flights are. Well, they're flying into Concourse B, which I've never been to because all my flights have been on like Concourse A. So I look at the map in the uh, airport. And um, so I head over and tunnel area, there's a Chili's. And the Chili's is wide open. They're serving food, they're serving drinks. And I look at the young lady and I said, hey, what's going on? She goes, I, I don't know, but we were, we were given permission to be able to serve food and drinks today. Hmm, really? So Kristen's wife and his daughter fly in and I said, hey, let's grab a table. I was able to sit down and have dinner and a couple beers with one of my best friends. And you stop in those moments. You stop in those moments and realize that everything is planned out. 
in life, if you let go, can be ideal. You know, so many of us, we try and control every moment of every day, of every situation. We forget that maybe things are as they're supposed to happen. I don't know why last year happened. I have some suspicions and I won't go down the rabbit hole because I'm not going to say that on this podcast, but it doesn't matter what happens outside of my house. It doesn't matter what happens outside of my, my relationships in life, whether it's personally or professionally, everything's going to happen like it's supposed to. And really my goal in this podcast was to give you some insight and some knowledge and some, some optimism, some hope, right? Wouldn't it be nice to have a little bit of hope right now? that things are gonna be okay. So I reached out this evening to one of my uh, former associate chiropractors, good friend, and he's an enlisted uh, army officer. And so I texted him, I said, hey, is there anything I need to worry about in the next few weeks? And and when this podcast drops, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And he said, no, I I don't understand the question. And then he called me and he was like, hey, what's going on, What's, uh, what's up? And I said, are there things that are happening behind the scenes that we need to worry about? And he said, no. He said, everything's calm. You see, sometimes in our mind and through mainstream media, we, we build things up. We allow them to occupy our minds and our expectations because that's their job. Their job is to tell you what to think. So you keep coming back for more and more and more. So before I do anything that is controversial or possibly, you know, regretful in, in any way. I always check with multiple sources and I'm really glad I checked with, uh, with this gentleman because it was a peace of mind of, hey, we've got this. And, you know, the, the military and the government support, I mean, they're looking out for us in our best interest and there's, there's really no intent there. I mean, yeah, I mean, there could be in the future. I don't know. I'm not trying to say that's going to be that way forever, but you know, there's there's so much we need to focus on in today and not worry about tomorrow and next week and next month. You can't predict and project that. You know, part of this conversation is is to really kind of calm and control your 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 stress response because so many people are worried about what's gonna happen and what's this and what's that. I've heard this and this and they said this and they said that. You don't know what to believe other than what's in front of you. And I think if you take that to heart and you really understand that being present and doing the things that you enjoy each day, like going to Michigan was just an impulse, but it was something that brought joy to me and it brought calm to me. And so planning those things this year, having things on the calendar that take you out of your stressful life, I think that's going to be really the important thing because really at the end of the day, you're in control of your thoughts and beliefs, not other people. How you react to things is, is completely your decision. What do you feel about that? That's not something I can answer for you. I can't do that. Your spouse can't, your kids can't, your news can't, your government can't. Those are things that I believe are really something we need to bring near and dear to our heart, that we, we are in control of more than we realize. You know, I speak up for myself. If I don't like something, I'm going to tell you. If you don't like me, that's okay too. I mean, I, I don't aim to please everybody. I had a conversation at lunch with one of my friends. It was like, you know, what point in your life do you just not care about what other people think? You know, if I believe this or that, it doesn't make me a bad person, just it's who I am. Sorry, if you don't like that, move on. In 2020, we saw so much of just this judgment and just these 
ideas that you have to think this way. If you don't, you're this or you're that. I kind of feel like this year might get a little bit stronger. I feel like people might take that more into their personal account this year because they feel threatened by your beliefs, by your thoughts. And that's okay. I mean, that's your choice. That's, again, how you react to my life and, and my encounter with you. But moving into this year, I really honestly think that we need to take to heart the things that are important, things that we can control, the things that are good for our families. You know, at the end of the day, you know what's right. In your mind, you know what's right and what's wrong. And if somebody outside of your house is making a decision based on something that's not right, just avoid them. That's all. You know, I'm not trying to create a divide in this country, but life's too short to put up with other people's You know, the less of yours I put up with, the better my life is. The more I put up with from you, the worse my life is. And that's kind of the way I feel about things. You know, that's my personal belief. And 2021 is a blank page still. It's a bunch of lines, wide ruled or college ruled, whatever you prefer, of just what do you want? I'm writing mine as we speak. I'm writing a book that's going to be my life story and the things that have happened to me to get me where I'm at and just the excitement of why things went wrong. Why did that happen? Holy shit. In the moment, it sucked. It hurt. It was whatever it was. But when I look back, it's one of those things you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. So it was a rainy day. It's kind of wintry cold here. And I'm sitting watching Netflix and the Netflix series I come across is uh, Manhunt. And the Manhunt series is about the bomber from the Atlanta 1996 Olympics. So I'm watching this uh, the series and rewind back to 1996. I get an invitation to go to the Olympics in Atlanta from Detroit. My girlfriend was a big softball player at the time and, and her mom she managed to score an extra ticket for the Olympics to go see a few different uh, sports. So I get the invite. Man, I, I'm so excited. This is, I mean, this to me, to go to the Olympics and be a spectator, it's like a, a dream come true. And so I'm running my friend's business. It's a landscape business. And, and so I was like kind of managing the crew and, and taking care of the majority of days. And uh, so I, I asked for the, the week off. <laughs> Roberto comes to me, my boss, my friend. He says, I don't think you should go. I don't think it's a good idea. Literally, what the f did you just say? I can't go to the Olympics once in a lifetime. I get free tickets to the Olympics and you won't let me go? He's like, no, I don't want you to go. I mean, man, am I pissed off. I mean, I'm pissed off all summer, pissed off. And so <laughs> here I am. It's just beside myself. And, and, and I just can't understand why, why he's saying the things that he's saying. And then... <laughs> In 2021, 25 years later, I watch a TV series about the, the bomber. So I know me. I know who I am. I know what I would have done, the things I would have said, and, and how I would have kind of acted down in Atlanta. I mean, here I am with my girlfriend. We would have likely gone to this concert. The concert is where the bombing occurred. Had I been anywhere near that concert, I potentially could have been blown to shreds. In that moment, watching this, this TV series, I realized the dots that had to connect to make sure I'm sitting in a position where I can watch this video and not in a grave, that literally could have saved my life. Like, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know that it did or it didn't, but it happened, and I'm still here today. And hundreds of people were injured. 
a few people lost their lives. I may, I may have been maimed to the point where I can't practice chiropractic. I don't know. But when you start to realize the things that happen in your life happen for a reason, not by coincidence, you start to become okay. You become calm. You understand that that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, for me to start off 2020 the way I did, helped me keep my level head and not get depressed and suicidal like some people. There's a major change coming. And like I say in many of my podcasts, chiropractic helps you to adapt to the changes and the stress in your life and the things that are constantly evolving around you. So to bring it full circle, I get adjusted every two weeks. I see my chiropractor, Bob, I have for, I think, 10 or 15 years. And, and the fact that I get adjusted allows me to adapt to the stresses of my life, to react accordingly, and to understand that things are supposed to happen the way they are allows me to be okay with today. Did it go the way I wanted? Yeah, because it happened. Did it like I thought it was going to? No. But when I get to the end of the day, I realize that every one of those events is going to lead to something bigger. And any roadblock or door that's closed allows an opportunity somewhere else. You see, I mean, there's so much moving behind the scenes. And when I write this book, it's, it's going to blow your freaking mind. I mean, there's so many things that happen in my life that I just literally say, what the f was that for? So today before I left the office, I had a daily note to tell the girls a story about my life. I'm an undergrad. Uh, it's 1997. I'm finishing up my last semester in Michigan at a college, University of Michigan. Don't, don't misquote me on that. I wasn't smart enough for University of Michigan. I'm sitting in a Wendy's. I'm studying for my final exam, my final, final exam of the semester so I can move down to Atlanta to go to chiropractic school. So Wendy's was kind of my go-to spot. It was across the street from my, my university or my college. And so basically I'm sitting there, I'm drinking some coffee. I'm, I'm studying my notes. I'm getting ready for my last final exam. I think it's biology. And I'm sitting at a table, like a small table for two. And this, this lady just kind of looks over at me and she goes, what are you studying for? Like, what are you, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm, I'm finishing my biology exam, I think it was, and I'm getting ready to move down to Atlanta to go to school. I'm going to become a doctor. I want to be a chiropractor, and that's kind of my mission, my goal. And she said, that's really good. Can I tell you a story? And I said, sure. She said, at this point, I've had so many failed surgeries, I've given up on medicine. Okay, I'm obviously listening. Like, okay, what's once one? Like, what do you mean failed surgeries? She goes in for some type of a back procedure and they leave something behind and, and it's a failed procedure. So they have to go back in, you know, a few uh, months later and do another procedure. And now it's gone from back to front. They literally left hemostats in her. Hemostats. Metal instrument inside of her body. And then they leave some gauze on the next surgery. And she had, I want to say it was six or eight surgeries. And I'm, I'm, I'm literally right now, I'm just, I'm rubbing my forehead because I'm like, are, are, the same thing I, I thought in a moment, like, are you kidding me? Like, how do medical professionals be so neglectful that they can injure and risk the life of somebody because they forgot? They just forgot, you know, and this isn't targeted towards medicine. I mean, there's really amazing surgeons in the world, but there's really terrible surgeons, just like there's really amazing chiropractors and there's really terrible chiropractors. There's really good attorneys and there's guys I would never even pick up the phone for. But what are the odds of me being ready to go to chiropractic school in a short time 
and somebody who had such bad experience in medicine sit down randomly, don't even know this person, but engage in conversation because she saw I was opening a biology book. I mean, the girls were just amazed. The story, they're like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, this is real? I'm like, this is my life. This is literally my life of meeting people. Do you know, after she told me this story, I decided to like look down at my textbook and, and, and finish my cup of coffee and look up and she's gone. If you don't think God is talking to you through people, then you're just, you're not listening. See, God doesn't talk just through the Bible and going to church. It's every day. I have people come up to me every day and they literally tell me this exact phrase. I don't know why I'm about to tell you this, but I don't know why I'm going to tell you this, but there's a deeper layer to our lives than we'll ever understand. The sheer fabric and thread of our actual being is beyond what we conceive. And when I reflect on the last 25 years, I start to connect the dots like a detective. And I realize every single dot had to connect to get me to today. Good, bad, or indifferent. And what I want to leave you with with this podcast is that 2021, there should be so much hope in a better future. You should focus on the good and not the bad. Your lives and not social media, because your lives are real. Social media is plastic. It's fabricated. It's not what you should expect. We can't scroll through our feeds of whatever the f it is, Facebook or Instagram or whatever the it is. That's the way your life's supposed to be. You're on a mountaintop. You're here. You have your family, and they're amazing. I mean, there's good, there's bad in every, every situation. So how about this? In the new year, we sit down, we focus on what we want, and then we make that focus every day. Every day, you focus on the things that you want in that moment. Be a little bit impulsive. That's okay. That's not a bad thing. Going to Detroit was impulsive. I just explained to you over the last few minutes what happened because I booked a plane ticket. Okay. Had an amazing experience. Had I not, I could have sat on my couch and been regretful of the things that I didn't do and not experience all that cool in my life. So this year is going to be a good year. Why? Because we choose it. I think that should be a choice in your mind and not what the news is telling you it's going to be. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. They said it's going to be a 50% chance of rain today. Zero. Zero rain today, by the way. Wrong. Predictions aren't reality. The things that you want, the things that they want, don't always plan out to be and happen. So just be present and just come live in the moment. You know, as always, uh, I enjoy my time doing these podcasts. And, and I hope that more and more people are listening. We've got a tremendous amount of downloads in the last year. But I still feel like there's more people that need to hear this positivity. And that's why I went in this direction. I was, I was thinking about something different today. But my voice kind of led me into this. Think for yourself and be optimistic. Because, you know, outside of what's going on, I mean, we can't control that. So, anyways, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you. I hope that this year brings you the things that you want. And uh, I hope it strengthens you. And it helps you to be a better person, a better uh, a better family, a better employee. And so with that, uh, you know, these are things that Adventure Health should be uh, teaching you, you know, how to keep your head up and um, just stay positive. So listen, love you guys. And I will look forward to our next podcast. I'm going to try and be pretty regular this year. 
So uh, all in all, have an awesome rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon. Oh, and I will be with you when the darkest winter comes. Oh, and I will